This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. Welcome to Pick a Tale. I am with Access Radio Taranaki, 104.4 FM. My name is Leslie Dowding, and I'm a storyteller. I enjoy telling stories in schools, libraries, parks, outside, inside. I have many stories to share. Some are my own tales and some are from around the world. I hope to bring your world into the world of story. Wherever you are, may you enjoy every Wednesday, 8am. Welcome to Pick a Tale. Wow, you know there's so many wonderful things happening around. Soon going to be Diwali. Well, fabulous festival of food and music and I think even fireworks. But I'm going to tell a story today about Pepituna because sometimes these very special moths appear around this time of year. And so I hope you like this story. Pepituna by Denise Whitmore. One warm spring evening, a tiny, shiny, purplish black egg falls softly to the ground. Two weeks later, a very tiny caterpillar hatches from the egg. His name is Pepituna. Pepituna hides under the leaves and old rotten branches lying about on the forest floor. Oh, he's hungry and starts eating the fungus that's there. When he's grown strong enough, he sets off to find the right kind of tree to climb. There are so many to look at. As soon as he has crawled in far enough and climbed high enough, he starts to nibble a little hole. He nibbles a bit more and a bit more and soon he's made himself a whole new home inside a tasty puriri tree. Clever Pepituna. He's disguised the entrance to his home with a special covering of silk and chewed up bark. He plans to stay there for a very long time and no one will know he's there. Mmm, isn't that exciting? Springtime has arrived again. Time has passed. The keru comes to drink nectar from a kofi flower. But Pepituna is not interested. He's hiding, he's eating, he's growing and sleeping while everything in the forest is alive around him. Ruru calls Mopok, Mopok and watches with her bright eyes. Pepituna isn't worried because he's safe inside his tree, still eating. 
Tiny Orb Web Spider is very busy rebuilding her web every night. That's such a hard thing to do. But Pepper Tuna is very busy just sleeping. Tui comes to swoop and play in the spring garden and stay all summer. Petuna is not amused because it wakes him up. But he has a little nibble, then a little wiggle. And guess what? Yes, he goes back to sleep. Autumn leaves fall and a mother gecko hides her babies in the bushes. Pepetuna is not paying any attention. He's too busy eating. Winter snow falls and blue ducks search for insects under the river rocks. Pepetuna doesn't mind because, yes, I think you could say it, he is too busy sleeping. In the spring, little blue penguins come ashore to build their nests. Pepetuna does not see. He is too busy, that's right, sleeping. One summer day, a cicada sings in a pahutakawa tree. Pepetuna doesn't hear because he's, that's right, He's too busy sleeping. The next autumn, Kokopu swims upstream to spawn and Pepetuna doesn't notice because he's, that's right, too busy sleeping. The next spring, a father kiwi protects his egg from a ferret. Pepetuna doesn't care because he's, that's right, too busy sleeping. Fur seals play in the warm summer waves. Pepetuna does not smell the salt in the air because he's, I can hear you, too busy sleeping. Then one autumn day, when Kotoku comes visiting, Pepetuna wakes up. He wriggles closer to the entrance of his secret home and he makes a bigger space just inside the door. Something is changing. He falls asleep again, but somehow it's quite different this time. And while he is sleeping, something starts to change. Something quite wonderful. One spring warm evening, he has been hiding for five years. Pepetuna pushes a hole through the door of his home. He crawls out with his strong new legs and breathe fresh air. <gasps> then he stretches and his beautiful new wings are ready to fly up into the moonlight. But you know, it's only for just one night. And that is his life. The Puri Moth, sometimes is called a ghost moth. Pepetuna actually means eel bait. These beautiful moths are the largest and most colourful native moths found in New Zealand. They come out in the spring evening and can be seen from September to November. That's like now. Perhaps if you go into the park or find an old puri tree, you might find one. They are very soft and pale green with upper wings and orange-white underwings. The females are larger than the males. 
females lay a large number of small purple-black eggs while flying, scattering them close to suitable food trees and the small caterpillars that hatch from them. Some of these eggs live among the leaves, eating bracket fungus, and then they burrow into the trunk of a tree where they stay for five years. Puri is a native tree but sometimes they could be found in something else. I wonder if you go exploring, you might find one. How many of you are five years old? Thank you for listening to that story today. going to be a Diwali festival in New Plymouth soon so I thought a tale from that part of the world would be good and the part of the world I'm talking about is Kathmandu. There was a time when Kathmandu, Patan and Bakatupu were ruled by three different kings. There was no one poor in these cities, people were very happy and everyone lived in peace. Sometimes there was a few problems but not very often. Once though, during a monsoon, when lots of rain fell really quickly and very fast, a farmer who owned some land near the village of Satung, within the kingdom of Kathmandu, had a bit of an argument with a farmer over the question of water. Because there was so much and then there was so little. One day the pattern farmer took water from a common irrigation canal in his field. That same evening, the farmer of Kathmandu came and diverted the water to his own rice paddy. So can you imagine, water's coming through one day and the next day it's not. When the pattern farmer arrived the next day, he found that his land had become dry and the next field was full of water. The seeds were in a bit of a problem. Which one would grow with water? Which one would grow without? Well, of course, everything needs water. The farmer of Kathmandu didn't allow a drop of water to reach the land belonging to the farmer of Patton. And in the end, they argued and went to see the king. We need someone to help us. The king listened to the farmer with much sympathy. He took a great deal of interest in his story. 
Mm, don't worry too much. If such is the case, not to speak of the water from one canal only, I'll make all the land there yours and all the villages in the area ours. Ooh, is that possible? Why not? said the king. I'm not just going to sit and let one farmer stop water coming into your rice paddy field. But I'd better come to Kathmandu and see just exactly what's going on. We cannot have this arguing, but we cannot have the rice without water. But neither can the other. The farmer of Patton went to Kathmandu, entered into a friendship agreement. The king of Patton took the first dip. He said, nobody from one kingdom can visit another and no one from one kingdom can take the water from another. Everyone was quite surprised about this. The kings were puzzled about the intention of the Patton king and they said, none shall visit nor anyone here visit our cities. But that doesn't seem right because we like to travel. But we must keep the water separate, said the king of Patton. It was very complicated because one of them wanted to block the great river. Patton lay much higher than Kathmandu and there was even a gorge. Be a bit like the rivers coming down from the mountain. People were very unhappy that they couldn't visit each area when they had done so for so long. Spreading around, the water started to flow. No one was allowed to stop it going from one way to the other. Well, what a confusing time it was for everyone. But the king said, if we do not interfere with each other's countries, then the water will flow one way and the water will flow the other. I think we'll have a meeting to see how everybody is managing. But before the meeting, the King of Patton changed his mind. He stopped and blocked a river, which meant it couldn't feed the rice fields and people were upset. We had agreed to have a friendship, they all said. We had agreed not to visit each other, but this isn't right, something's going wrong. This is true, said the king, who had tried to bring peace. Let us meet again and see what we can do. Well, if the king of Patton is serious on changing the water, we must tell him that we will change the water back. Well, of course, they started to argue. And it was so sad when they'd been so happy. And then the king said, Listen, I believe that the water needs to stay in the country it comes from. I believe no one should stop the water from their place to another without permission. And that's not going to happen because everybody needs water to sow their seeds and grow their crops. I think we will stay in each other's countries. We will let the rivers decide where they're going to flow. We will not stop them. We will watch and then, if we are careful, we can make sure that everybody is very happy. Well, the people agreed. Yes, we'll stay in our own places. As the mountain melts its snow and the rivers flow down, they will go where they are meant to go. 
and our rice fields will get water and our seeds will grow. There was just one problem though. They forgot that if there was no snow on the mountain, there would be no water for any river. But that's another story. The whole point is to try and sort out what is the problem and how can it be solved so everyone is happy. And that's what the king of Kathmandu really tried. And he worked until maybe the snow did not come. Thank you for listening to Pick a Tail. Thank you for listening to Pick a Tail. Look forward to you tuning in next week and listen to the next exciting stories from Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Check out the website and the podcasts in case you were too busy to sit down and listen this time. You can choose your own time. Thank you from Leslie Dowden. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com.